We are back with bonus content. Hey, bonus content. We had a conversation with some golfers. Since we've been talking about a lot of these high school stories, a lot of the high school people we've been talking about are starting to come back into my circles. Tractor beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sucked them right in. But uh, this this summer, Marcus Rogers reached out to me. Oh yeah, good old Marcus. And he said, "Do you want to do you want to play on a team in the Worcester Chamber of Commerce golf outing this year?" I said, "It's going to be in August." And I said, "Sure, yeah, I'd love to do that." And he said, "Do you have any preference on who we play with?" And I said, "No, uh, it'd be cool if we had an all central team, but." But no preference. You get the team together, I'll be there. That's exactly what I told him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I don't get a chance to play too many outings anymore. Uh-huh. And so, that was that was a, a really special thing for him to invite me to be on the team. Uh-huh. Is this like a four-man scramble? It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he was actually able to track down Tyler Wanger. Oh, and Brandon yeah. Rutt. Uh-huh. And these yeah. these two guys are significant because my senior year of golf, they were, the three of them and myself, we made up the top four golfers on the team. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, you know, if you remember, we've, we talked about Derek Troyer quitting golf. <laughs> yeah. And so, him in doing in doing so, he made me the only senior on the golf team that year. That's right. Okay, and so then Marcus was the only junior. Okay, and then Brandon Rutt and Tyler. Oh, I didn't realize there was only one senior and one junior as well. Right now, that changed later on after we graduated. Uh, a couple of cores started playing golf then. Okay, but when you know the O four team, the 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 year of the O four team. Uh, that is how the makeup of the team was. Uh-huh. So, th- so these four players, these four players, the four of us make up the heart and soul of Central Golf 2004. Wow. So, you haven't played with those guys probably since 2004? Well, yes. I know you've played with Marcus. Right. All together, you four. All together. Yeah. It had been, yeah, wow. 18 years, um, as you say. And... I did. I have golf with Marcus. I've seen Brandon other places, not okay. on a golf course, or I might have seen him golfing with someone else. I see. Yeah, but I've never golfed with him since high school. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Tyler. I hadn't even talked to since since high school. I've only kept in touch with Tyler through his dad, Mel. Okay, a wow. great guy. And so. Um, yeah, I had very little so contact sweet. with him, but I'll, I'll tell you the, the, the crazy thing, Jeremy, is that just after a few holes of playing with them, it's funny after all these years, just how little they've actually changed. And they reminded me so much of just playing in high school. Yeah. You know, Tyler was Mr. Serious. Uh, no flash, but just like steady as she goes, you know, hits solid drives, 290. Maybe maybe into the three hundreds oh, every yeah. now and then. Every now and then a three hundred, right? A fair a fair wedge game, uh, and then he'll make some putts for you, you know. Nice. And then uh, you've got you've got Brandon Rutt, who who you know he's he's a tall guy, 
like a strong version of mm-hmm. West Kime, I like to think. Yeah. Do you have like extra long clubs, like extensions or something on his clubs? I don't know because he claims he, he, yeah, he could use them, but he says he only golfs twice a year. So oh, I don't know okay. if he's actually fitted because usually if you're only uh, golfing twice a year, you wouldn't go and get fitted. But yeah, but he, he was really putting the ball out there. Um, yeah. And then Marcus Rogers, of course, he's, he's a, a storied golfer. Um, a guy that has beaten his older brother a time or two in golf. Um, you don't say. Yeah, he's beaten me a time or two. Mm-hmm. He's the real Sergio Garcia of the group. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the only thing missing from these conversations with the golf guys were is you. You, you Jeremy, were not I included in the interviews. Couldn't make it. Yeah, and, and it happened so quickly because... We were playing golf that Friday. This happened on a Friday in August. And we were playing golf. And that's when I invited them over to my house after the round to sit down and tell golf stories. I was available to do so, but I didn't think that any or even all three of them would be open. I didn't think that their schedules would allow for this. All three of them have small businesses. Like, they're busy guys. Yeah. And here they were like, well, Brandon had heard of the podcast. Tyler uh, was honest and said he hadn't heard of the podcast. Uh-huh. And, you know, Marcus, he's he loves to correct us. And so, he, <laughs> yeah. he listens. He's our fact reli- checker. Yeah, religiously. <laughs> and, uh, and so, I was surprised that all three of them said, yes, we'd love to come. We'd love to, to come down to the basement and, and record some stories. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, so that all, that transpired so quickly and you unfortunately weren't available that afternoon. Yeah. Um, but I will say I have listened to them and it, they are, spoiler alert, I will say this, they're hilarious. And I was just like grinning the whole time as uh, these guys were telling the stories because, you know, I them being um, underclassmen, uh, specifically, you know, Brandon and Tyler, mm-hmm. um, when we were seniors... Um, we didn't have that much interaction with them or I didn't at least not being on the golf team or anything. And it's just, it's just so funny to see or interesting how there's so many different little stories or little things that people remember, little touch points. Yeah. Um, that you guys just talked about great fun golf stories and, and I don't know, it's, it's just cool to, um, relive that with them. Um, even though something to me and like golf in high school, most people I don't even think knew existed. I'm sorry to right, be honest, but, right. uh, exactly. and you didn't talk about it much and we didn't talk about golf much either at all. And no. so it was almost like you weren't even in it. <laughs> right. Uh, and, um, the, fr- the like forgotten sport. Yeah. So, um, Sheldon has the forgotten brother and <laughs> here we are with the forgotten sport. Yeah. It's funny, but I'll just say that it's, it's funny. Uh, and those guys are all great. So I guess we can roll the tape. Here roll we, it. Roll it. Roll in. You're rolling. That's a good golf. That's a golf term, right? When people putt, you usually say roll in. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Roll in. Roll in. So looking at, looking at this old yearbook. Like the golf team, I mean, we're sitting here talking like, you know, because we all, I mean, golf was awesome. Yeah. Like it was oh, yeah. the for best sure. sport to play. Yeah. You got out of school for entire days to go play tournaments. 
Well, I mean, like for sectionals, or there was maybe one or two other tournaments during the year where, like, we just be at the school at six thirty, seven in the morning. Sectionals, we even got to go play a practice round. Miss a day. Yeah, we yeah. miss a day of school to go play yeah. a practice round, right. and then go up and. I don't know, just miss an entire day of school to go play 18 holes of golf. And it's not even a little bit physically demanding to play <laughs> golf. I mean, we Not walked. when you're 16. No, I mean, yeah. you walked and you carried your clubs, but otherwise, yeah. like, you know, where's basketball or something, you're sweating your ass off in the gym and you're, yeah. it's hard. Whereas you're a lazy high schooler, yeah. golf was perfect. And I, I but we were, we were such a joke. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at the yearbook, and everybody just shit on the golf team. Look at these, look at these, these subtitles. There's a whole team. We're all having fun. The golf team thinks losing is more fun. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it says? Yeah, 2000, That's what it said. 2002. That's what it said. And then this one's actually pretty perfect for uh, Caleb. It just says uh, in quotes, "Tell him I got a five. <laughs> Then another one. Friends enjoy a uh, fun time after a tough match. Like, right. get out of here. Read some soccer ones. Let's just see. What yeah. Professionals. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it's. it's yeah. So my uh, my senior year, I was on yearbook. Were you? Yeah. And so I like I remember these these oh, digs yeah. on the yeah, golf team, right? Home. So yeah. I did the baseball team page, oh, nice. and I shit all over the baseball <laughs> team because they were not good that year. And like I did uh, senior quotes for everybody, yeah. for all the seniors yeah. on the team, yeah. but I didn't actually go get the quotes. No. I just made them up. <laughs> and so there's one for Mark Wanger and it just says, I have big muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all the, all the captions were like, oh, the baseball team tries to regroup after a tough inning and you know, all right. that just there. Okay, yeah, here here you go. Here's a the first one for the soccer team. AJ outruns and outsmarts his opponent. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> they didn't say that the soccer team thinks losing is more fun. <laughs> I feel like we played together yeah, a lot, the we, three of it us. Was, we knew that if we got to the course first, especially when we were at the Pines. Yeah. If we were at the course first, we would just go. We'd just go, yeah. And coach didn't care. Like, it was just us three and we go play. And we knew if we got off early, you know, now you, you, know, <laughs> now you can do the things that you can't do if you've got, you know, Steven's a cool playing with you. <laughs> now, this wasn't, this is a secondhand story, but this was a Caleb Die cheating story. <laughs> So, my dad randomly went to a match to go watch Michael, and Michael and Caleb were, were I don't know, four or three, four men that year. That was their senior year. And uh, they were playing out at, at Hawk's Nest. And Hawk's Nest has, you know, they've got the tall, the wispy grass oh, on yeah. the hills no, and everything. Well, yeah, and so, like, fescue. if you get in that and you can't find your ball or, you know, it can be three, four strokes out of there or whatever. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I guess Caleb put a ball <laughs> up in the, uh, you know, in the tall the tall grass on a hole. And everybody else, I think, was kind of in the same situation. So, they were out looking for their own ball. And Caleb found his and then while everybody else is looking for theirs takes like 
four strokes <laughs> out of this grass, but nobody else is looking. But my dad's watching it. He's right there watching Butch is right there. And so, you know, he doesn't know what Caleb tells everybody what he got. Tell, you know, oh, sure. yeah, I got, a, I got a five on that one. But it was probably like an eight or a nine. And so my dad's keeping, you know, being the good CPA that he is, he's, he's keeping score for everybody so at the end of the round when he sees that caleb shot a 42 or 43 or whatever he goes to michael he goes i I have caleb for a 48 (laughs) (laughs) just shaved four strokes on a hole and probably ended up scoring with it you know (laughs) but that's pretty typical of caleb you know, you guys have gotten a chance to play a ton of golf. What are some of the best rounds that come to mind? Like the ones where you went low or some beautiful courses. What do you think back on when you think of high school golf courses? Playing at Pine Hills probably were the best best rounds I had. I feel like it was always fun playing up there. I feel like, did it, did we play together? Was that, that where the guy was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where it was. Because <laughs> I also feel like, I remember some round where I feel like it was there. It might have been the same guy where it was like, kind of to your story like every time we'd walk off a hole and he had like an eight and every time it would be like <laughs> if i had a five he'd be like you had a par there right and he just like expected yeah. me to like take him as like he'd say i had a six or whatever and it was kind of like if he gave me a lower score yeah. maybe i'd be just like let him have a lower score too but yeah i don't know those rounds always stick out i don't know what'd you shoot up there i don't know it was always like i feel like i always played really well there like mid low 70s yeah but I don't know. None of the other rounds really stand out. Did you, your senior year, you went to regions. Did you go, did you qualify for state? No, you didn't. I, I can't remember if it was junior or senior year, but I, I shot 36 on the front. I was leading the whole thing. Oh, I made a no. quadruple bogey on 18. To, uh, to oh, I remember that. To I miss remember. it. I missed a playoff by two strokes. All I had to do was double bogey. It was brutal. Did you know that going into no. it? Yeah. Oh man. Did we did we go up and watch you? I think like, that was my junior year when I was there by myself. Okay. And then when was we that were, Seven Hills in Hartville? Seven Hills, yeah. Because we yeah. watched you, and I remember coming in on eighteen. Yeah. I think you just like shanked it off oh, into I, the trees, yeah. didn't you? And then I like tried to go up over. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like salt in the wound, Brandon. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. That <laughs> sound was epic. <laughs> still haunts me 17 years later it's so weird to hear a story about tyler having a big blow up he was always the uh the golden child the great golfer the 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 cherished golfer um he was always a guy that coach loved and i don't i don't i don't think could do any wrong in terms of uh, coach's eye he was the best player yeah and he was not a fuck up like the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> like, we were all <laughs> dicking around doing what we could to get under coach's skin and tyler was there to play golf <laughs> yeah but we also have brandon rudd over here the brandon's a long ball hitter himself you know i didn't uh, get a chance to see you play much in high school and i was telling tyler today that i felt like i missed out on a a lot not seeing you and marcus golf i feel like we missed out on a lot of fun we probably had more fun than we did golfing (laughs) i don't know more fun just dicking around with the other guys Mm -hmm. uh trying to get in their heads if they were a lot better than us i think our tactic was to just like 
try and uh, throw them off their game a little bit. Just distract them. So yeah. this is yeah. this is a story of Brandon trying to get in uh, <laughs> in an opponent's head. Is uh, I don't even remember where we were playing. Uh, I do not remember. I feel like either. it was like Mansfield St. Peter's. Like out for some reason, I feel like we were out in Mansfield, but I think they were a pretty good team. Um, but Brandon, before the round goes, he goes, "I'm just gonna act like I'm like I'm stoned out of my mind <laughs> the whole round. I'm just gonna act high as shit the whole round." It's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's just saying, you know, just like acting like he's all spaced out and everything. And these guys are kind of looking at each other like, "What's what's up with this guy?" That's what I love about about golf, by the way. Is you don't pull that shit in basketball or baseball. You don't make up a person personality. You don't make up this persona and say, "I'm gonna act this way." In golf, that's yeah. the sport you get away with that. There's a lot of downtime in golf. A lot of you know, a lot of time to cultivate a personality. But so we get down to this hole, and there's this um, I don't know, a flock of geese that are around this, this around this yeah. pond, and Brandon's just staring at them. And then he looks over and he goes, "Are those ostriches?" <laughs> Like, no man, those are geese. And he goes, Oh, are they real? And they're like, Yeah, man, they're real. And they're just looking at each other like, what is going on with this guy? I think that's the same round I got stroked for throwing my ball into the pond. Yes. Yeah, like a few holes down or whatever, I just I don't know, I had a hole where I played a really badly just took like a seven or an eight or something on a par four and there was another pond right there and i just went i just hauled off and chucked it into the water who stroked you i think i think cooch actually stroked us that or their coach was sitting there watching it happen and then at the very end of the round i think they stroked me yeah i learned that can't throw your equipment apparently well, you can on JV. That's right. Because that's where I uh, <laughs> saw a lot of equipment thrown on JV. You, did you guys play any JV? Tyler never no, Tyler. did. I think <laughs> I did my freshman year. I did my freshman year, yeah. See, they don't stroke you for that down on JV. They almost encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell them about the guy from Mansfield Christian. Because oh. <laughs> we, we were talking about this today, too. Yeah. We had to have been up at uh, where were we? Is, where would we have this, played them at? It was it a, was up there. I mean, I don't know what the course was, but it was up in Mansfield. That was Mansfield, Christian. So yeah, I mean this this kid was there. I mean, he wasn't a one man because we weren't playing up there. No. So he was. I mean, you could you could tell this kid. He was pretty fit. He was. I mean, he was like the sole black kid on their team, and you could tell he definitely. Uh, appreciated Tiger Woods, you know, had a lot of the same mannerisms, you know, I like, to, like to do yeah. the fist pump, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I mean, everyone was all about Tiger. That he point, wore the Sunday red. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. had the Sunday okay. red. Had the white Nike shoes. You know, did he have? Whole... Did he have the Tiger head cover? Did oh, he go that far? I think he did. Yeah. I think he had the Tiger driver cover. And um, and you know, he was he was a decent golfer. I don't yeah, think he was no, anything. He like wasn't. No, he wasn't crazy. scrubby. But he just, I don't know, he just all the mannerisms. And then he hits a drive that, like, I don't know, is 
average drive. It was, it was straight. It, it was, was hit straight. He well. hit it pretty well. And his teammate was all hyped, man. He's like, yeah. And this guy just runs up, pumps his fist. He's like, boom. <laughs> just like yells it like as loud as you could possibly yell it in the middle of the golf course. And I, I, I mean, we get up to our balls and we're like, <laughs> no, we're like 10 yards past him. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like he's like, acted like he just annihilated this he just, thing. Like nutted one instead. <laughs> just, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you guys did that the rest of the season. Oh, though, after for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Had to yell that. That's why when you were, when you sent that, that text this morning, I was like, oh, that like I automatically flash back to that. I was like, oh, that kid. Guy. Yeah. I've got a boom yeah. guy. Ooh. Yeah, you need someone bringing that hype, hype to the team, just bringing everybody. Yeah, that's up. what that's what Luke was most, most inspirational. inspirational. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I always had that most inspirational award locked down. Uh, you were always, you know, most valuable MVP um, or most improved for like one year. Um, in fact, come to think of it, you might be the best player that I've golfed with. I think. Um, I, I don't know. How about you guys? Would you agree with that? That I played with? It's obviously Tyler. Why? Why? Because he, well, I don't know. I mean, he, he was the best. He scored better than anybody that, that I ever played with. I mean, you, the, the only other one I think that would be like that, that, we, that you played, that like, I played on a team with, with. Yes. That okay. I played on a team with would be Joel. Yeah. But you were, be- you were better than Joel. Yeah. Joel was okay. very good, wow. but you were better than Joel. And then when you were coaching and all of those players? <sighs> Sorry, Tyler. Isaac. Danny and Isaac Danny. were both yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, they were they were very, very good golfers. But I, th- I mean, it wasn't I don't that know much, that they, though. They didn't do anything better than I did, but they were probably better golfers. I, I guess I would like to see the, the averages. Yeah. What did you average your senior year? Under 40? Yeah, like 38. I think, yeah. I mean, you're right there with them. Yeah. St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure when we <laughs> their, played St. Their, their entire team. Their entire team was better than <laughs> Their entire all team of us. beat all of us. I mean, yeah. Tyler was the only one that had a shot at beating any single one of those guys. Yeah. And what their, I mean, their one guy was just phenomenal, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that, and those are ones that would... Yeah, if you were like, you had par, right? And they had a bogey, they would definitely take the par because there was so much pressure for them to perform well. But I think I played with you a few few rounds. We played together a lot, like, outside of school, too, though. Like, yeah, we but, like, played I don't a lot know of good golf. Marcus mentioned that he got sent down at six-man for throwing clubs up range. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I think I got to play, too, with you for – or was that – that, that was, was your a, that junior was my year? senior year. Your senior, so yeah, yeah, so I for sure would have played. Yeah. Or Steven might have played two with you too. Uh, I don't like think he, he ever did. He didn't. So. Yeah. I think Coach knew that we'd rather play together, so he put you up there. Yeah. Coach loved Steven, though. He yeah. did. Oh, oh Steven. Oh, Steven. Oh, Steven. <laughs> okay, in the pairings after me, after my le- I left my senior year, how did that play out? Tyler and I were one and two. Brandon, was it you and Steven, three, four? Steven was probably three. Okay, when you guys are talking about these players, you, you've you've played a, quite a few rounds with these guys, like with Steven and, you know. Yeah. When I think about it, I, I played quite a few rounds with Drew Schleyball and uh, definitely not a cheater, but I saw him do some things. I don't think Drew gave a shit enough to 
to cheat. <laughs> yeah, he, he and I were always talking baseball the whole time. Never golf. We were making plans for the spring. He was another one of those guys where it's just like you never like if it was a close match because he was always five six. Yeah. So you were always ah oh, if it was close all right we need somebody maybe yeah. maybe Drew's coming in and he's got a you know a a, a good round but like you never knew because his body language was the same no matter what just that that smirk on his face and just like you know if you think about it drew schleyball and i are one and the same i (laughs) mean he could be considered the short man's luke martin or maybe i'm the tall man's drew schleyball i don't know um but we're very similar we've got similar golf games we played the same position in baseball we both married high school sweethearts. I mean, and we're both generally well liked. I, I, I can't believe you don't see the the correlation. Right. That's yeah. a good. That's oh, a man, good. you're way more full of shit than Drew is. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, speaking of when when we were talking about St. V's, do you remember when we went up there and uh, Coach got us lost in the van? In the ghetto of Akron, I know. Going up to Good Park. Have you played Good Park since? Yes, I've played it uh, four okay, years so ago. It's, it's not in a bad area, but like if you make a couple wrong turns, you can end up yeah in a not so great area. And uh, you know, you leave school early a little bit, and like the match starts at I don't know what time do we start? Four o'clock? Probably four, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, but we're driving from Central up to Akron, so it's probably. 45 minute drive and uh you know no gps or whatever it's just the the directions that sherry anderson printed <laughs> off <laughs> you know that's just quest. like yeah. a narrative of how to get up there it's not like <laughs> and then you'll see a red barn on the right when you take you know right. uh but anyway we get lost coach takes a couple wrong turns and we get lost and we end up in a not good area of akron and he stops at this unbranded uh, gas station (laughs) that's got the you know the bars on the windows the fiberglass up but you know and he just goes in you know with his little walk that he had and you guys know where good park golf course is i assume that's how it went nobody went in with him but but yeah we ended up making it there and Getting our asses kicked by by yeah. St. V's again. You know, for the life of me, I can't remember what our warm-ups were. Walk me through that. Like, did we get range time at these places we were going to go play? I know at our home course we did, but I can't remember. I feel like if it was a home match, maybe we could hit some balls at the range. But I, I yeah. think we usually just kind of walked up and we started. Hit a few putts, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And just let a couple rip. putts. Yeah. Did we ever have time at the range, or did they just tell us to putt and go? It's, a, it's like an old man thing, too, though. I don't know. You almost have to loosen up a little bit anymore. Yeah, for practice, did we ever... I felt like we had some range time for practice, didn't we? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, you'd start out there, and then... Then we'd just go play. And then just go play. Coach would give you some swing tips. Well, <laughs> yes. Tyler would get yeah. the swing tips. Gold. That's, gold. That's, yeah. a, that's a very <laughs> loose, loose term of swing tips, yeah. I remember. I remember him teaching a kid how to chip one time because this, I don't even remember who he was showing. It might have been uh, just one of the really young kids. I mean, it could have been Zach Yoder, 
but he was teaching. Who might have been our sixth man? We don't know. <laughs> he could have been. <laughs> and uh, I just remember him showing him. He's like, "Yeah, you're just just break the wrists, and then you're just you're just showing him." And I was just like, "That is not at all how you want to hit a chip." He's like, "Just like you're sweeping the grass, you just just right like that." Sounds exactly was, like him because he was doing the you know. You've seen people like chop at the ball thinking they're going to put all sorts of hellacious backspin on it when instead they're just chopping wood and just maybe the ball flies out 50 yards or something. But so I guess it was an improvement, but uh, he didn't really have great mechanics. He had a very for anybody that played uh, Tiger Woods 2004 on PlayStation 2. He had a very Pops Masterson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, he did. You know, telling all these stories about Coach, it's making me realize just how many rounds of golf I actually played with him and how many times I've seen him swing and putt and walk and look for golf balls and tell me to aim left to fix my slice going right. You know, it, it is pretty impressive to consider how much time we've spent on a golf course with Coach. But he would, I mean, if he went out though, like he would shoot a 40 every time. Yeah. Coach, yeah, he was yeah. consistent. Well, I just remember he'd always play with us up at the practice round at Pine Hill. So that's a, that'd be like a one time, yeah, yeah, with his pull bag. Yeah, yeah. you remember how his club head would hover out in front of the ball, <laughs> yeah. and then he would never set. He would just hover, hovering drive. Yeah, and then he just poked it out there, 175, 175 yards, 175 yards, yeah, just dead, dead down the center of the fairway. Remember his putter, the dingling, just, mm. just. Echo through the whole course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were always pissed if you got paired with him. Yeah, because like you didn't want to play with coach. Yeah, because that meant he he was gonna talk to you. Half the fun of golf is that there's no supervision. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, the original I think the original golf team, they they did not call him coach. They called him supervisor layman. Oh, supervisor layman. Because he didn't he provided no yeah. coaching. It was just. <laughs> And his first name was John. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What Which, was the original? Like, was it your brother? Or was it so it was that? his, yeah, it was his, I have no idea. So it, Michael's freshman year, but it wasn't a full official team. It was a club. Hmm. So I think that they went out and scrimmaged a few times, like played against some teams, but they weren't official matches. I could be wrong, but I like the the seniors that year would have actually been so that would have been two thousand because <laughs> that would have been Megan's senior year. So it would have been guys like uh, Greg Kuiper. Um, what was the uh, he played? Uh, he he was on the basketball team. Grizzle. Seth Grizzle? Mm, is, Seth that a, Grizzle. Is, yeah. is that a guy? That was a guy. That was a guy. Is that, is that a guy? <laughs> yeah. He's a big think, dude. I big think guy. that he played. Um, I don't know exactly for sure who's like those upper upperclassmen would have been, but I think it was like those two guys. But then like Michael and Tyler Doss would have been freshmen. Tom Landry was probably in there <laughs> and like Lee Matzos. I think that would have been. But I don't know who who the Tom Landry played golf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was 
He was on the course at times. He's a historic golfer because he's the only golfer to be cut, or he was the only golfer to be cut yeah, from the golf was, team. Yeah. The crazy thing is that he was cut after he holed out during a practice round. We were playing the back nine, and it was, uh, I think it was number 14, a par four. Tom was hitting uh, his approach shot into, the, into 14, and he holed it out. It was like 150 yards out, and he holed it. And then after that round, he got cut. <laughs> and there were only four guys on JV. There were two spots on JV. And Coach was like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. It, he was devastated. And he he had just scored a two on, on a hole. I can't believe round. he cut anyone. There were some really bad golfers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom struggled. Was he shooting like a, like, what was his... Like an average score 65? for him. He was in the I mean, 60s. it was it was yeah. sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had some kids had some that were kids shooting kicking the 60s, ball around the yeah. course, shooting sixties. Yeah. Tom would swing so hard. He had that farm swing, man. And they say to swing like eighty percent in golf, but he would swing like one hundred and twenty percent, man. And if he, if it was going to slice, it would really take off. His swing was all arms. But I'll never forget Coach talking to him at the picnic tables just beyond the green at 18 on Riceland. We were playing 18 coming in, about to finish our round, and I could see Coach with Tom at the the picnic tables, and Tom had his head down, like all dejected, and Coach was telling him that he was cut. And we had known this, like it was like before TMZ, but somehow we all knew, we all knew what was going to happen. <laughs> And so, um, you know, it was just an unfortunate situation to see him score that two and then get cut. You know, I got to ask this question because I'm a guy that golf has always been a difficult, challenging sport for me. I always feel that when I show up to the course, almost everyone else there is better. Um, It's just one of those things where... So many guys can hit the ball far, they can hit the ball straight, they can hit it close to the pin, they can putt, they can do all these things. What had, what did you guys do to, to get your golf proficiency? What, what things did you do growing up that made you the great high school golfers that you were? Because honestly, you guys were better golfers than I, than I was in high school. And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear your stories of how you got to where you were back 18 years ago play play as much as you can i I don't know if it matters whether it's the range or just hitting balls you just gotta it's that repetition you just gotta keep hitting is that what got you to your point i would say so i mean i worked out of the pines ever since i was like 14 years old so literally my parents would drop me off at my dad would take me at 6 a.m i'd work from 6 till 2 and then he would pick me up at 9 p.m i mean i would play golf for seven hours yeah no way wow that's what they yeah. say about Brooks Kepka. I mean, he it, did that at his club. It his makes club. a huge day. All you got to do is just go out there and, I mean, the more you play. What other sports were you playing at that time, if you don't mind me asking? I did play, I played baseball up until high school. I did okay. play, I played basketball freshman, sophomore year, and then I played tennis junior, senior year. So, like, when I was playing, like, when I was learning golf, though, it was more like baseball, basketball. Okay. So, yeah. You know, you're you're a guy that I always expected good shots out of you. Every every time you were in a bad spot, tight spot, I knew you were going to have a recovery shot. So you still had a chance to play other sports, other activities. You weren't just a golf-only guy. No. 
I mean, I, I did, definitely golf was the focus, sure. but um, was that it, your passion? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it wasn't like I was out get like I never really got lessons, anything like that. It was really just like I said, it was just I played yeah. a lot of golf and loved doing it. I don't you know. Play, I mean, you played a year at at Mount Vernon, right? Yeah. I mean, I I only we had a really good team, so I think I only played in like one tournament. But I mean, I don't know. Still, there's something man, about I mean, something about a- getting out. Like you said, a lot of those other things, you don't really look forward to it, but like golf, it's like, I never was I like dreading going out to play or whatever. Yeah. That's like, even now, I mean, I don't play very much, but it's like anytime I can get out there, I mean, I'm more than happy to get out there and play. Right. So, yeah. Do you guys want to, do you guys want to hear what our team favorites according to the yearbook (laughs) was? Oh yeah, of course I do. This is 2003. Okay. So all of us are in here. Brandon and Tyler, you guys would have been freshmen, is that right? Yeah. So big team, full full varsity six, six on JV. We got is that Ben Geyser? Oh, I don't oh even Ben Geyser Sherwood. Did he graduate? He was from he was in our class. Brian Roloff, Brandon Rutt, Nick yeah. Troyer. Nick Troyer didn't keep playing, did he? Uh, well, we I looked mean, at the we looked at the other year, and none of those guys are on there. No, it's funny because we've got twelve on in two thousand three, and we've got eight. In Whoa. 2004. Whoa, what happened? What did we do to those yeah. guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hazing got to them. Watch out. So our team favorites were wearing knickers for matches, going to BW3s. That was, like, that was after the practice round. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I still yeah, remember we, we ordered the, the hottest wings they had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Making up nicknames for opponents. I don't really remember doing that. I don't that, remember that either. Coach Lehman. Coach Winning a team record eleven matches, we were eleven and twelve that year. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's still not that <laughs> Yeah, school record. It's a school record. <laughs> I guess eleven that, and twelve, uh, baby. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm <laughs> per- percentage-wise, I'm the winningest coach. Oh, in Central Gulf history. History, okay. And then we shot a team record one sixty-three. Pretty good. What is that? 40, what is that? 41 a person. 40, about 40, yeah. 41. 40 and a half a person. That's Somebody good. probably that's shot good. low, and you know, that's pretty that's good. good. And Brandon, what about you? When did you start playing golf? When did you get out there and, and start hitting? Oh, I mean, I first played at a pretty young age, but my dad would take me out. But as far as like seriously starting to golf, it's probably when I met Tyler. Yeah, because it was like a it was an interest to his, and we became friends in middle school. And, and you so, worked out of the Pines for a little bit. Yeah, too. and then I got yeah. a job out of the Pines for a few yeah. years. Which middle school was it? Central. Yeah, Central Middle okay. School. Yeah, and because uh, he went to Smithville, I was at Orville up until Central. Yeah, seventh grade. Okay. And then yeah, we just started playing out there. They had a few camps that we think we helped with, right? We didn't really like. Well, no, we attended. No, I think we were in it because, like, yeah. I remember HJ. Yep, running some of them. Yep, with I Grant to, Weaver. I went to one of those. Yeah, with you guys. yeah, and uh, yeah, working out there was honestly one of the best things. If somebody really wants to like play golf, oh, play as much as possible, get a job at a course, and then you can, you know, play for free. Yep. You know, it just you know because I started out with shitty clubs too, and then you end up just once you start, you know, you break fifty. You know, that was like my big thing. I remember I had to break 50. And then once I did that, then it becomes, okay, now let's 
So yeah. you know, low, we can go into the 40s right. and then you break 40 for the first time and it just, then it's, you want to buy better clubs and it's, you know. Oh, yeah. I think it's, you catch the bug. I feel like you have to have a parent almost that plays a little bit. It's not a sport that you're like, you're just going to pick up without somebody pushing you towards it. It's a humbling game. Because <laughs> yeah. you can go out one day and just like lights out um, just feel like you can't hit a bad shot and then two rounds later you can go out and not be able to hit a damn thing right. you know but that's what's always impressed me about these guys that win tournaments pros that win you know start on thursday and then you know sunday they're still keeping everything together playing four still rounds grinding it out just just putting together a complete tournament I, yeah, you just would be so hard. You know, one thing I've found after 20 years of just like golfing for recreation is that it's tough to get back in that competition mindset from that high school golf. You know, when we were in high school, we were going out and golfing against guys and we wanted to beat them. But for the last, okay, 18 years, I've been golfing with friends and not really wanting to truly, truly destroy them. I just want to, I just want to win. I don't want them to lose, but I want to win. And so it, it's been, it's different to go back and forth from golfing with friends to then playing against someone that you're trying to just beat, intimidate and, and really, uh, show off your skill against. But, um, it's such a weird game in that regard that the mental aspect of it completely changes your performance. Now, you got to bet yeah, money, man. I know. Yeah, you got to bet. It actually, <laughs> like, it changes every, because I know what you're saying is, like, you go out and you're just like, ah, if you're just screwing around, whatever, ah, that's a bad shot, whatever. But, like, you start putting a little money on the line. Yeah, it brings it right it, back to it, being... It, Tyler Doss almost didn't talk to me for like two days because he felt that I should have given him a, uh, you know, right. Yeah. One, two foot putt, let's say, right. but sure. we were, you know, yeah. playing in this, this golf trip where we, you know, it wasn't like significant money, but like you wanted to win sure. and I wanted him to miss that putt. Yeah. <laughs> so you made and putt I didn't, and and I didn't give him that putt and he missed it and he was fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he should be pissed at himself, right? Well, that's right. what I told yeah. him. Yeah. Make, Make the, the putt. putt. Yeah. Make the Make putt. Make the putt. But it's still different because there's not the there's not the there's not the five other guys waiting for you on hole number yeah. nine. Yeah. Because like I re- like I yeah. remember watching people come in like in close matches and just being like, oh man, I bet like do you remember like does anybody know where where Luke was like what how was he playing on through five and somebody be like oh i talked to luke on hole six like i walked past him and yeah, yeah. And he was playing well like i think he's gonna have a good round and so you come in and you're waiting for you know for all the scores to come in to see if you you won and and you'll never like you just will never be able to replicate no. that part of it no absolutely and it's it's nice that you use me as the example because being the inconsistent golfer I'm usually the one getting all the attention because if I'm playing well, then that means that the team's going to do well because everyone else, Tyler, Marcus, even Brandon, being more consistent, you know where they're going to come out. And since I'm the wild card, I get all the attention. It's just like the black sheep in the family. You get more attention the more you act out. So it's a pretty simple recipe for, uh, for me trying to be sporadic with my scoring. 
you know, you mentioned, Marcus, just that whole mentality of high school golf and, and, and the tournament piece. I will never forget the pressure of being the number two golfer and going off in the first group of every match and seeing the number ones go off and then me be, myself being a part of the number twos going off. Um, that was always the most stressful shot of the match. However, there was also other times at the end of the match when people would be congregating around the green almost like it was a Ryder Cup or, or, or whatever it may be. And I remember down at Fire Ridge, I think this was my my junior year because some other people had already finished, like Joel Kaufman and Byron T. Barlow. They were already watching, and um, we were on. We were finishing up on 18, um, or no, sorry, we were finishing up on nine. And I remember hitting a a 15 foot birdie putt in front of all of them, and they just started cheering, and it was it was so surreal. It, it, it was an amazing time. Yeah. Brandon has a has a good Fire Ridge number nine story, right, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, we, awesome. I had a pretty good round going. I don't know. Tyler, you'd I mean, mentioned I, think I was, you were was like I low, on JV I still. You were JV, but I think you were like, I mean, it was going to be like low 40s, like the round of the year. Yeah, I was putting together a really nice round, uh, feeling really good about things, and then you know, to Luke's point, you're coming up. It was nine or eighteen. I forget which hole it was. The one that finishes right next yeah, to the clubhouse. I think it's number nine. Is that number yeah. nine? Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're walking up that hill, and but I you had, stuck like, it. I like stuck we it. were all sitting there, and you stuck it close on your approach. Real close. Like you had stuck a it real close. Tap in on your approach. Yeah, and I think that was going to be for a. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been for a par. Could have been for a birdie. I don't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what hole was this again? Hole number nine. Nine. Okay. So again, yep. we were all, everybody was around there watching. There was a gallery yeah. of people. And for those that don't know Fire Ridge, this is up on that hill, right? Yeah. It's, it's a blind super shot going into the green. This is kind of an uphill, elevated green coming back up towards the clubhouse where everyone's just, you know, coaches sitting in his cart, you know, collecting scorecards. And um, yeah, I don't know. I was all psyched that I hit this awesome approach shot stuck it you know i'm walking up there i grab my putter and i see you know all you guys are you know varsity is already finished they're watching the jv come in and uh you guys are all just like don't don't tap it in you know don't tap it in i think luke you were up there just don't tap it in i'm like oh luke's saying it like luke's probably full of shit he probably means i should tap it in i'm gonna go tap it in real quick pin was still in and this was before the rule change. I was say, unfortunately, now, now rule, yeah. Yeah. this is how silly it was. Why not tap it in? Keep pay, rate of play up. You it's know? a stupid rule. It's a dumb rule. Stupid rule. So I tap it in, and and I can just see like the the look of joy going out of everybody's face. <laughs> We're all just face. like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. And uh, I'm just like, well, Jesus, what I do? I just like tapped it in. <laughs> And then I get up and you were just, Luke, you're like, I told you don't tap it in. I'm just like, wow, I don't know. So I took a, like a two-stroke well, penalty. Well, Coach comes and, over and he's like, wow, Brandon, you, uh, that's a two-stroke penalty. So you got to take a two-stroke penalty. And you're like, you're just like, are you serious? It's like, yeah, we told you not to tap it in. Uh, see, I knew at a young age what a bullshit rule that was. Yeah. They've already done away with it. <laughs> 